A beautiful morning to you. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. And of course, tuning in to Women Radio WFM 91.7, Nigeria's first radio station for women and their families. This is about seven minutes past 10. This is a new week. How is a new week looking for you? How are you feeling today? How are your kids doing? I hope they had a great weekend. I hope that they're all feeling good today going to school. And I hope that you've been trying to feed them with vegetables and fruits to keep them healthy all right because i mean that's just the way to go right now okay so um i hope that we're all good this morning this is uh women radio wfm 91.7 and of course you're welcome to the program radio doctor this is your free health consultation program where real doctors advise real people radio doctor is nigeria's first specialized health program where medical doctors consult for free and advice on radio on your women radio 91.7 now radio doctor comes to you from mondays through fridays from 10 a.m my name is rose yusuf kaiser now we have every day of the week i mean from monday to friday for you know different specialty on mondays we get to look at children's health on wednesdays of course on tuesdays we get to look at women's health on wednesdays we get to look at general health of course and you know it goes until the end of the week so it's all you know days that you would want to actually get to listen to all right so well today on radio doctor we have dr olufumilola akinola a consultant pediatrician at st ives family hospital good morning dr akinola thank you for joining us on radio doctor once again good morning Rose. how was your weekend well it was good i must say it was short but <laughs> thank god for it <laughs> how was your dr akinola was good too. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind. Okay. Oh. Time to rest. That's great to hear. That's great to hear. All right. So today on Radio Doctor with Dr. Kinola, uh, she will be consulting and advising on diphtheria in children. All right. Now we've been hearing diphtheria, diphtheria this, diphtheria that. We're hearing of cases of diphtheria in different parts of the country. Now, how does this affect children? Why are children want, or rather, why adults want, you know, on diphtheria on their children? So, um, I mean, there's a lot that we need to know. Even if you might say, oh, well, it's not happening in this part, or you might say, mm, you know, near me, nothing concern me, you know, and you just bring in a excuses so that you, you will not get yourself interested in it but this is the time to get yourself interested what did i say draw your ears come closer draw your chair sit down with baron paper and take note of all dr kinola is going to say today on diphtheria is it's something that is worth you giving your attention to because um you know different parts of the country is actually dealing with diphtheria at this time so how do we come together to fight this how do we come together to tell it bye-bye <laughs> you know and what's the way forward with diphtheria especially you know in our country so we would be talking about all of that all right today with dr akinola all right, this is Women Radio WFM 91.7, and it's about 10 minutes after 10 right here. My name is Rose Yusuf Kaiser, and of course, I have Dr. Olufumi uh, Lola Akinola. She is... Uh, she is from the she is a consultant pediatrician at St. Ives Family Hospital, and today we are looking at diphtheria. All right, so to be a part of the program today, you can dial 07000 917 917, send a text or a WhatsApp message 070 
317-565-3537. Follow us on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at WFM917. Or you can log on to our website, www.wfm917.com to listen live from any part of the world. All right, Dr. Kinola, let's get on to it. Diphtheria. Hmm. Now, Dr. Akinola, what is diphtheria and how does it affect children? Um, thank you very much. Diphtheria and Hello, Dr. Akinola, you there? Yes. Diphtheria uh, is an acute and highly contagious bacterial disease uh, that is caused by a bacteria known as Corinobacterium uh, diphtherium. These bacteria cause inflammation of the mucous membrane and formation of coarse membrane in the throat, which uh, hinders breathing and swallowing and potentially cause fetal heart and not damage hmm. uh, by bacterial toxins released into the bloodstream. It is a serious infection of the nose and throat and it is easily preventable by vaccines. Uh, uh, there are two main types of diphtheria. We have uh, the classical respiratory types, which is the most common type of diphtheria, affecting the nose and throat, tonsils, and larynx. We also have another type that is described as cutaneous diphtheria. This is characterized by skin rash, source of mistress which can appear anywhere in the body and it is more common in this in tropical climate like ours where we have a crowded places where people live in unhealthy conditions hmm. so um, in summary the terror is uh, Acute and highly contagious bacteria disease caused by bacteria numerous coronal bacteria and it affects uh, the mucous membrane uh, formation of the first membrane in the truth, which can hinder the breathing and cause respiratory problem. Hmm. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Kinola, for giving us what diphtheria is and how it affects children. Now, uh, we've been able to establish that um, this is a bacteria. All right, this is Women Radio WFM 91.7, Nigeria's first radio station for women and their families, and it's about 40 minutes after 10. Do well to dial the number 07000-917-917. Send a text or a WhatsApp message to 070 317-565-37. All right, now, Dr. Kinola, uh, how is this contracted? Um, how does diphtheria come about? Now, um, 
it's a bacteria. Now, is it, can we get it through drinking water? Can we get it through, um, you know, in, since we're talking about children now, maybe children playing with different things and injecting it without knowing, or how does this come about and how does it actually form in the body and all of that so that we know what we're actually looking out for? It is um, transmitted through carbon droplets uh, that contains the, uh, the germs. Hello, Dr. Kinola, are you with us? Um, okay, so I think we're having a little bit of uh, network uh, hitches right here, and um, Dr. Kinola is actually joining us virtually. So um, we'll just try to reconnect with her so that um, we can have her join us, all right, um, as soon as possible, so we could know how this diphtheria actually works and how it is transmitted or how you know it actually starts growing and all of that in the body all right this is women radio wfm 91.7 and this is the program radio doctor right here for today monday the 23rd uh 23rd day in the month of october 2023 all right so and of course radio doctor comes to you from mondays through fridays from 10 to 11 a.m it's your free health consultation program where real doctors advise real people doctor a radio doctor is nigeria's first specialized health program where medical doctors consult for free and of course advice on your women radio wfm 91.7 Okay, so let's see if we can try to reconnect with um, Dr. Kinola so uh, we would get on with the program because um, this is a very serious, uh, you know, a disease that um, the country is dealing with as it is at the moment. And, um, you know, in different parts of the country, you get to hear cases every day of diphtheria. You get to, you get to hear, you know, government agencies, especially, uh, you know, uh, the ones that had to do with health, calling that, okay, there are vaccines, there are vaccines, come up, you know, take these vaccines. Um, you know, encouraging a lot of families and especially women to, to bring up their children for this because at the end of the day, there are a lot of cases of this. And, you know, Dr. Kinola actually established the fact that this is airborne. It could be transmitted. So, I mean, if one child that has it stays close to another child, you know, and they are probably conversing and all of that, they could actually get, you know, um, get diphtheria. And before you know it, that's how the cases just continue to multiply and keep multiplying. So while um, we could only hope that at the end of the day, we're able to beat this as a nation, we're able to beat this as, you know, a country together, because at the end of the day, this is something that affects our health, not just our health, but including the health of our young ones. And uh, once it's, you know, has to do with our young ones, it's something that should get your attention as soon as possible. It should be able to draw your attention because at the end of the day, we have to try our best to see that um, our young ones are safe and secured. And we're talking about safe and secured. We are looking at um, their safety as children. We're looking at their safety as, um, you know, um, health. Um, we're looking at their safety health-wise, you know, at the end of the day. Hello, Dr. Akinola, you with us. Good morning. Thank you for joining us back once again. 
Thank you. All right. Well, so sorry. The network is just, you know, doing its own this morning. But hey, we're back here with you. So um, you were letting us know how this is transmitted or how, you know, this actually develops in the body. Hello, Dr. Akinola. Um, um, this is done, this is led by freezing, coughing, speaking, uh, or by touching something that has the bacteria on it. Um, when someone that uh, has that, uh, have bacteria or someone that is carrying uh, uh, it is carrying, carrying the fruit, uh, the mucous membrane, you know, the affected person. And when that person sneezes, uh, uh, cough out, or speak as uh, saliva, some of these uh, organisms, you know, uh, I mean, the, the, the cellar, they are. They are All right, Dr. Akinola, could you be a bit audible so we can hear you clearly? It seems to be going faint. Okay. Um, I know that it's spread by uh, droplets that contain the bacteria. And this, expand, uh, this occurs when the infected person is um, or cough into the uh, atmosphere or by sipping of saliva. Hmm. And, and uh, this has spread into the uh, environment. And normally, someone now comes, probably touch the contaminated surface. Yeah. Uh, do that, it is spread through from hand to mouth. And it can affect the uh, other person. Um, uh, uh, bacteria, this can be transmitted by open source. If uh, an infected person has an open source, and if it affects the skin, then, and someone wants to go and touch the soil mm. or a contaminated area, touch the skin, then it is transmitted from skin to skin. Uh, so, um, so the airborne complex and uh, also the other type from skin to direct contamination from skin to skin. So, these are the possible ways that uh, materials can be transmitted. Hmm. Okay. All right, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Kinola, for that, for telling us how this can be transmitted. All right, do want to call us up on 0700 917 917. Send a text or a WhatsApp message 070 
All right, now, Dr. Kinola, what are the common symptoms of diphtheria in children? So what do we watch out for as parents, as adults? What do we watch out for? Thank you. Um, uh, diphtheria can also uh, have similar uh, symptoms uh, from other activity. Uh, uh, most commonly, they can present the stroke, stroke uh, Patient can complain if if a child can talk. It tells you that it's having tired easily, complain of movement, and easily uh, uh They also present with fever. Which is a sign of infection that is common to most disease. Uh, the other thing that you also notice is that they have a full neck it's become more slowly, solid and prominent. I mean, the lips look around the neck. And the decision is presented because of the breathing, you know, and uh, don't give it away this uh, tissue or membranous tissue that you notice on the on the tonsils, the the the, the tonsils, the larynx, you know, uh, and also extends from the nose. Know, to the uh, other to surrounding tissue, uh, which cause the cotton swallowing and uh, may also give this malodorous smelling. Uh, um, these are the things that surely give, give it away. Uh, we have this venous. Uh, issue that covers the back, the throat, the back of the mouth. Then, uh, it also affects the nerves, the kidney, or the heart. If uh, the bacteria now uh, becomes disseminated and enters the nerve uh, skin. Hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Akinola. Um, this is Women Radio WFM 91.7, Nigeria's first radio station for women and their families. And this is Radio Doctor, your free health consultation program on radio. You can dial the number 07000-917-917. Send a text or a WhatsApp message. On 0703175637. If you're just joining us, we're looking at diphtheria this morning. All right. So if you have questions on diphtheria or you want to clear the air on diphtheria, you have some, you know, thoughts about it. Just do what to call us up. Let's get to hear from you this morning. Dr. Lufumilola is uh, Akinola is available this morning and um, she's here to consult for free. You can advise on uh, Radio Doctor this morning. Uh, 
Right. Yeah. My name is Rose Yusuf Kaiser, and this is um, about 27 minutes past 10 on the side of the radio. All right. Um, Dr. Olifumila, you've told us how this is transmitted. You've told us the common symptoms of diphtheria in children. Now, um, can this be prevented? Is it preventable? And if so, how can it be prevented, especially for our young ones, our children? Yes, vaccination uh, can be prevented by vaccination. Uh, it is very preventable. Okay. Uh, it can be prevented by vaccination. And uh, in this order, in developed countries where we have effective vaccination and uh, people. Go and take their vaccines on time. Uh, this disease has been totally uh, eliminated, especially in the United States of uh, America. Uh, in this part of the world, uh, uh, we still have you know, epidemics of bacteria occurring because it's a part of the country, some of them uh, are not uh, open to uh, totally open to uh, vaccination. Mm. So, uh, the terror can be effectively prevented by uh, vaccine. Okay. And uh, in Nigeria, um, by a six weeks, uh, the child is expected to have the first, the first dose of uh, the first dose of uh, the area vaccine. At eight weeks? At ten weeks, it's six weeks. Yes, six weeks, okay. Six, For six every weeks, child okay. born? Yes, in this part of the world. Okay. Nigeria, according to Nigeria immunization, uh, the expanded immunization program. Hmm. So immunization, I mean, Diphtheria, though in combination with other uh, vaccines, other is they are given at age six, ten, and fourteen. Uh, uh, we get a booster, the first booster dose at eighteen months of eighteen to eighteen months of age, while the second booster dose supposed to be taken uh, between the age of four to six years. Okay. And if we are able to get this total full doses, we should be able to cover you for the next 10 years. Hmm. So, um, the clear is presentable with the Okay. All right. So um, just for us to be very clear, um, Dr. Kinola, could you go over the ages, you know, uh, the recommended age for diphtheria vaccination in this part of the country, you know, for children so that we are very clear? Because I'm sure that, um, you know, so that our listener, our listener out there don't get a bit mixed up about, you know, the age range and how we should go so that they are very much aware. by saying that different countries have their different uh, immunization studies. Mm. But in Nigeria, for 
certificate, the prayer that says it is given at age six weeks of age. The fourth dose is given at six weeks of age. Okay. When the child is six weeks old. Then the second dose is given at ten weeks of age. A ten week child is old enough to take the second dose of the prayer vaccine. So this is given in combination with other vaccines like tetanus, artusis, uh vaccines. But it is given at each element or second dose, mm-hmm. and the third dose is given at 14 weeks of age. Okay, 14 weeks, okay. So after that, hmm. uh, we also go for booster dose at age. 18 months. 18 months, okay. Then the second booster dose is given at age uh, five, I mean, four to six years. Hmm. So we have about five days to complete the dose, and this will give you protection for at least four years hmm. against um, diphtheria. So in all of it, it's it's all below two years. Yes, not mm-hmm. all. But mm-hmm. I think if you're having booster dose, mm-hmm. you see the start dose between four to six years. Okay, four to six. So years. it's advisable. Yes, it's advisable to have a complete. I mean, dose. Mm-hmm. There will be five doses. Okay. So now, is this given in every hospital that, um, or rather, let me say maternity hospitals? Could I just, um, you know, wherever I give birth, in what, in which hospital, in whatever hospital I give birth, it is, it is mandatory or standard, it should be standard procedure or standard routine for a baby to be given this vaccine? Uh, the government that make it, uh, government that make, uh, make it available. For free in most um, health center, I mean, and general hospital, hmm. you get uh, all these vaccines, but uh, at no cost. Hmm. Some private hospitals may need to have some uh, additional things for their home. But mostly we in our government. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, um, Dr. Akinola, for that. This is Women Radio WFM 91.7, and it's about um, 26 minutes to um, 11 right here. So do what to call us up. Let's get to hear the questions you have or whatever concerns you have on diphtheria. Um, right here on Women Radio WFM 91.7. This is Radio Doctor. And of course, Dr. Akinola is here with us. And, um, you know, she's available to answer your questions or your concerns on diphtheria. You can call us up on 07000 917 uh, Send a text or a WhatsApp message to 70 all right, so um, Dr. Kinola, is it possible that even after being vaccinated, that um, children could still get, you know, diphtheria? Um, 
I said, how possible is it to get, uh, you know, to be infected with diphtheria even after being vaccinated? What's the possibility? Uh, If you have a complete dose of the vaccine, uh, it should be able to give you protection for at least 10 years. Uh, you may need after that, you will still need to go and get convicted. Uh, okay. And if a child is uh, infected with bacteria, hmm. uh, it does not give you uh, infection of the with bacteria, does not give you a lifelong immunity or like other uh, diseases, okay. like. Uh, like me do. Hmm. So if you are affected, uh, then give me a lifelong immunity. Hmm. It is even advisable that after treatment, you know, of the infection, then you should go and get your vaccine. Hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you very much for that. Um do what call us up on 07000-917-917. Send us a text or a WhatsApp message on 070-317-56537. All right. So, um, so far, um, in the fight against diphtheria in Nigeria, how far do you think the government has gone? Um, let's look at the efforts that the government has done uh, so far and how people are responding to this because at the end of the day as a pediatrician i'm sure that um you know you would want to if if some people come to you for consent on this or maybe cases of this you know we, we would want to know um how far the government has gone and how people have been responding to this because we know nigerians to be you know sometimes religious and um, sometimes very strong-hearted when it comes to going for vaccines sometimes we we need to pursue up to you know go to door to door to give vaccines for this so how far has the government gone and how far have people gone to receive these vaccines especially for um. Not only for the Syria, uh, all childhood vaccines to prevent uh, infections in children are made are available in our health center for free. You know, it's just for you to walk to the health center and let your children, you know, uh, have the opportunity to have this vaccine. Hmm. And also, uh, during this uh, epidemic, hmm. we also have uh, additional, uh, you know, machines provided for bacteria so that we will have uh, door-to-door uh, vaccination which the uh, people that carry out the vaccination walk to your house from house to house uh, looking for children, you know, that are still under the age of five, you know, that have not been vaccinated, or those that are yet to get their uh, their first booster and the second booster disease, that they should be able to get uh, this bacteria vaccine. So 
uh, I will encourage our mothers. Mm. As many that still have uh, those that are under two, they have not taken their vaccination. You assume they should be able to make their children available for this vaccine. And even those that are under five, they are still at 18 months. Those mothers are aware that they are supposed to take the first dose, the second dose, and the third dose. But some of them are not aware that there is a booster dose for the period at age 18 months and five years, four to five years. Hmm. So if your child has not taken this uh, booster dose and is still under 18 months, please make your child available to get the booster dose. And if they are under five years old, please, they are also qualified five to six years to get the second dose and the second booster dose to prevent this bacterial infection. Uh, we have a, I mean, recently we have coverage of bacteria uh, uh, starting from the north. Yeah. And it has spread uh, down to the south, you know, due to probably uh, no immunization coverage in in uh, in the north, which has also spread down, you know, affecting children. You know, that have not been vaccinated against this uh, infection in the south. And uh, so our mothers are encouraged to uh, make their child available, you know, to get this vaccine to prevent this uh, childhood infectious disease. Hmm. Okay. All right, thank you so much um, for that and putting in out, putting that out there for our mothers and, you know, even the fathers to, to actually hear this and take it seriously. All right, this is Women Radio WFM 91.7 and um, this is about um, 21 minutes to the top of the hour, 11, and of course we are on the program Radio Doctor. All right, now, um, Dr. Akinola, this diphtheria could affect all age groups, but it is particularly um, more fatal when it comes to children, unimmunized children. Um, they are the ones particularly at risk. So um, how serious could, can this get for children, unimmunized children? How serious can this get? I mentioned it that it affects the mucous membrane of the mouth, creating the first uh, membrane, you know, that covers the back of the throat. And uh, if not uh, careful, this membrane can, you know, can block the hair with, you know, causing difficulty with bleeding. And if this is not addressed early, uh, it can lead to death. Mm. Uh, it can lead to injury of the heart muscle, especially uh, the if the toxin is not disseminated, you know, into the bloodstream, it can go to affect the heart muscle, eh? causing injury to the heart. 
uh, it can affect disseminated infection leads to sepsis, and this can also have, affect the nerves, you know, to cause uh, paralysis. And it can also affect the lungs, you know, if uh, does not need to uh, but it can affect the lungs mm. and reduce the uh, the lung the lung the function of the lung. So it can affect the uh, uh, lung function. Okay. So these are the complications that uh, can arise you know, as a result of uh, yeah. hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Kinola, for that. Now, um, once a child has come down with diphtheria, it has been established that, okay, um, this is diphtheria. What's the first line of action, even before the vaccines are given? Or do they give the vaccines immediately to treat it? Or there's a course of, you know, there's, uh, you know, um, treatments that that child should go through before the vaccines are given. Thank you very much. There is an effective uh, treatment for bacteria. Uh, bacteria is a bacterial infection, so uh, it is treated with antibiotics. And there are some bacteria, uh, antibiotics that are very effective against the treatment of Thank you very much for that. Now, let's look at um, the outbreaks of uh, diphtheria in children in Nigeria. Now, um, aside the vaccination that, um, you know, we are trying to see that, oh, everybody collects vaccination, newborn babies, you know, and all of that. Are there other 
you know um, awareness that should be out there like um, how to prevent this you know especially for children you know how there was a lot of um, awareness created around coronavirus then now do we have this going on and if not what should people be aware of in terms of preventing um, you know diphtheria especially for children who are just you know up and doing Yes, um, a lot of awareness are also um, are being created to let uh, people, mothers, students, uh, and others in the community to know uh, about this uh, infection you know, of uh, affect children. And uh, this are done in most of us, I mean, in our media, this television, and even the purpose of this program is also to create awareness about this uh, infectious disease. And as I mentioned earlier, it is preventable with vaccination. Hmm. So, what is important is let your children have the benefit, you know, of having these vaccines to prevent infection against this type disease. It's only children that are not vaccinated you know, that can still be exposed to this infection. And these vaccines, they are available. They are free. In, in this part of the world, please let us take our children for vaccines at the right time you know, and so that they can have these vaccines. The infection spread from the north, hmm. probably because you know some of them are outlook in the against vaccines, and also probably during this uh, uh, COVID period, the, the vaccination coverage probably is also uh, during that Rwanda uh, period affecting. Uh, in northern parts of the country. Uh, so, uh, but as it is spreading, hmm. it, the people that are not vaccinated are at higher risk of contracting this, this infection than people that are not uh, vaccinated. So, please. Uh, Vaccine does not kill a child, whether it protects the children from, uh, and it doesn't make them, uh, like some people believe, now probably it uh, makes them to be uh, sterile, you know, affecting their uh, reproduction. Yeah. And it doesn't change, vaccine doesn't change anything. You know, some people think that if you change, their DNA or whatever doesn't affect uh, your DNA or your RNA. So please make your child available you know, to receive these vaccines to prevent them being exposed to prevent their exposure to some of these common childhood diseases that are preventable. Hmm. 
available and it is free in most uh, general hospitals. And even recently, uh, the government have, have also added another vaccine for aging cervical cancer. cancer. Yeah. And they are calling children, teenagers, health, you know, between, I mean, between the age of 10, 13, I mean, in their 20s, in their 20s, to come to the nearest center now hmm. to get these vaccines, you know, against cervical cancer, against papilloma virus, which causes cervical cancer. So, some of these vaccines are available. Hmm. They are cheap, you know, and they are available in the high center. We are just waiting for you, you know, to bring your child so that Hmm. Okay. Thank you so much, Dr. Kinola. Thank you so much for advising on diphtheria, especially in children. Thank you so much for coming on the program this morning, uh, Radio Doctor. Thank you for having me. All right, Dr. Kinola. Do have a great week ahead. Okay. All right, so there you have it uh, with um, Dr. Olufumi Lola Kinola. She's um, a consultant pediatrician at St. Ives Family Hospital. And today she has consulted and given advice on diphtheria in children. So thank you all so much for tuning in and listening. Join us again tomorrow at um, 10 for the Women's Health um, Specialty on Radio Doctor. For children, tell specialty to come to you again Monday next week at 10 a.m. But for tomorrow, we have women's health coming through. My name is Rose Yusuf Kaiser. Do stay tuned to Women Radio WFM 91.7. A very big thank you to the producer of the program, Esther Larry and the executive producer, Tom Okeole Shania. I'm going all to have a very fantastic day ahead and enjoy the rest of the week. Remember to stay healthy. Good morning. WFM 91.7.